but they lack any connection to the series of moves that lead to certain outcomes. A fitter with zero context back and forward cannot fit you at the level you need to be fit because there's no connection to the larger hole. And we're back. <laughs> uh, I was just, uh, we actually had to, this is our second take coming in on our first episode back man and it's just been uh we've taken some time away from the game that's for sure not the game of golf it's but the game of podcasting that's right we've um it's been at least two months i think since we've released one yeah and the last one we shot yep. we actually haven't released uh was with, with elijah, elijah tackett yep um and that was a great one just kind of a little intimate setting there and yep. um I don't mind a little time off. This reminds me of when I didn't play my senior year of college, and then I realized how much I missed it. And so um, I'm hoping this will be the same impact uh, for people that have listened to the podcast and benefited from it and got some new listeners, I think, coming in. So we've had a big jump in following on um, Instagram and social, uh, well over 1,000 now. So we've gone up like 50 to 70 people in the last... 30 days really yeah we've been doing uh so. we've been doing some work behind the scenes and kind of figuring out what season three is going to look like and uh yep man this is going to be the best year of golf that we've had in a long time for the champions playbook and uh some especially some big news around the champions playbook is that uh are we allowed to announce i guess we're allowed to announce our our new partnership yeah so absolutely scott is a uh he's a pro signed on with Strixon and Strixon agreed to sponsor our podcast for season three. That's right. The Champions Playbook. So, so we are now uh, Strixon. Now, well, you've been a Strixon athlete for a while, but I guess yeah. now I'm technically a Strixon athlete. Well, I think, um, you know, inevitably one of the questions that comes up is like, what are you going to do with that money? Right. So right. Um, the big one for us is obviously we're going to promote the brand uh, on the podcast. Um, it's going to give me a chance to be able to, uh, pay out Jack and, um, Erica who've helped me so much to build this up, uh, pay them out a little bit. Um, and, uh, we're also going to be able to promote it a little bit in some different spaces, um, a little bit better quality in some different arenas and being able to get on YouTube, things like that, uh, where we can get uh, a bigger following to help more people. So for me, that's kind of the big one is to try and get a bigger reach so we can help more people and help sell the product. And then follow up question two to that is always, okay, now they're sponsored. They're just going to promote it because it's the best product. Like I'm going to promote Strixon, um, but I'm really promoting getting fit correctly for equipment. Uh, I've got some big plans for some, uh, really unique fitting experiences that are going to come later this year. Uh, I hope, um, so a lot of planning behind the scenes for some of that. Um, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of equipment companies out there. There's a lot of options. Um, but Strixon has been coming to the forefront for quite some time. Started with Matsuyama um, for quite a while. There's been a lot of tour players testing the products. I'm not allowed to announce those out front. Um, but there's been a lot of tour players testing the product. Uh, they have the Cleveland wedges, which have always been a popular all the way back when I was a kid, like Cleveland was like the primo primo 
when it comes to wedges, and they have fantastic wedges. Uh, and they have the Zexio product line is separate from Strixon. Uh, now they've expanded that company and kind of expanded those territories, but they've brought some of that technology into their product, especially for uh, my senior players, my ladies, and the slower swing speeds. So they've got great stuff, great product, um, and they've really risen to the top there. So, and we've got, so this is a big one for me. Brooks Kepka came on board with Strixon. Um, like him or hate him, doesn't matter. He's a high quality player, but there's a lot of tour players that are under no contract on the tour. And they're under no contract because they want the equipment that's best for them. Um, but Kepka's been trying their product for quite some time and finally came on board staff there with them. And it's not from a dollar standpoint because he could get way more money anywhere else. <laughs> like Titleist, TaylorMade, these other companies can pump out a lot more dollars. So for Kepka to come on board with them is really big. Um, and you're seeing, some other, you're seeing a lot of players play their wedges too. Seeing a lot of it. And I would love to just kind of take this episode kind of be like an update on what we've been doing as, as well as the fitting side of things. And uh, I was lucky enough to, oh, to, yeah, I forgot about to this. have a fitting this is great. with Strixon recently. And, um, I mean, I've gone through, I guess, what you would call just kind of like a, a rookie fitting, right? You go to, like, the club champion. You go to the um, the golf galaxy to go get fit for clubs. And, this, and from what I've kind of understood going – into this fitting, I thought it was going to be, you know, somewhat similar, maybe a few tweaks here and there, but really it was just, it was a lot of stuff that I didn't even understand. A lot of the things that like the club champions and the golf galaxies wouldn't be able to provide to you. Now, granted, I was only hitting tricks on stuff, but because I was right. only hitting tricks on stuff, I was fit to the exact specifications that I'm going to end up needing. And it's going to be, it's going to be fun to see what my game ends up improving to because of it. And also another thing too is like getting a combo set too of some right. irons and some in right. one head shape and another irons and another head shape to just fit my game even better. Well, and I, I think one of the things that people think is like, well, club champion and then they do club fitting and you guys do teaching. The problem is like where we're headed as a um, as a Franklin Bridge Performance Institute is. We're going to be adding a full-time fitter on staff whereby you get your lessons here and you get fit here because fitting is a complete culmination exactly. of your swing, yeah. both current That's and post. That's what I was post. trying to get to, yeah. And, like, having Gareth here to do the fitting for us, like, I'm already in his ear about your swing style. Like, Jack's feel is going to be an important component to this because he has very high levels of feel and awareness. And you got to see the differences. Like, hey, these two shafts feel about the same, but, like, how come I can get that one working? I can't get this one working. Like it's crazy. Just that subtle change in the right shaft head combination can make massive changes in the ball flight. And I think maybe that was the biggest thing. Now, granted, you know, Strixon coming out and, and fitting me was something that was amazing and something that, you know, not tons of people get to do, but hopefully yep. with, with Franklin Bridge Performance Institute here, you're able to exactly, you're able to marry those two components where I, I was telling Gareth, I was like, dude, uh, like you I feel can't like I, separate them. Well, no, and I was telling I was telling Gareth, I was like, dude, I think I need Scott here as my translator, you know, and, and as far as, like, golf. And uh, he, I get to tell him what felt good. And at the end of the day, like, uh, we've kind of found the right shaft combo with the head combo. And I was telling him what I liked and didn't like. And Scott was like, yep, and we'll bend – We'll bend this one a degree strong. We'll take this one, you know, a week. We'll we'll do we'll bend this one and 
mold that one to exactly my swing, especially with the wedges to yeah. those feels. And I was just like, I don't understand. I wouldn't have been able to go into club champion and be like, this is what I need. But it's and great to have a coach tell grass. exactly what you, you need. You are not hitting off grass so, and you're not seeing a real ball flight. Those exactly. You exactly. Have, like I can tell you on those launch monitors, they're awesome and it's great for if that's all you have. But like seeing a ball on a screen, hitting a ball off of a mat, they're like, well, we can convert it to grass. It's not the same interaction. And you can't hear the sound of what it sounds like when it hits. Like there's so much that's so much better off of grass and real ball flight than off of a mat into a screen. Hey, if we we're fitting to play on an artificial turf golf course <laughs> with no actual ball flight, great. It's cool. But dude, I'm just not saying. I just want to pause here real quick, just something completely off topic. I'm having to realize that <laughs> I need to form my sentences like way better. Like I feel like I'm having to like warm up my podcasting feels because I haven't had them for a while. Um, but one thing I did want to go back and touch on for the the club fittings is: can you describe from your teacher perspective uh, what my final fittings were? Because I kind of I fit into the head into the shafts, and then you came mm. in and was like, "Let's tweak these clubs in this way. Let's do combo <laughs> set. Let's do all this." Can you describe to somebody what the benefit would be for coming here and getting a fitting with your coach instead of just going to a club champion and just getting what they suggest for you? Yeah, so um, when you go to just get a club fitting, they have zero context, background, and forward. Um, can you pull up Instagram on your phone? Um, I actually made a post. Maybe I can pull it up here in just a second. But I got it. You got it? That one. Um Sorry, I found it way quicker than I needed to. Uh, so I made this this comment. There it is. Um, on Twitter and flipped it over to Instagram. I said, most people play golf like they play chess. They have some basic idea of how the pieces move and the object of the game, but they lack any connection to the series of moves that lead to certain outcomes. They are, in effect, playing at golf, not playing golf. So the first part of that, but they lack any connection to the series of moves that lead to certain outcomes. A fitter with zero context back and forward cannot fit you at the level you need to be fit because there's no connection to the larger hole. Interesting. Zero connection to the larger hole. And... You can go in and tell them as much as you want about their about your game, but they haven't seen the ball actually fly. They haven't seen you actually play. They haven't seen you actually hit a wedge shot in certain circumstances. There's so much that they don't have context of that they can't fit you to. And I've actually had two students in the last 45 days come to me, and they're like, yeah, I've got both sets of my irons here. This set I was recently fit with in the last six months, a year, two years. And, like, they weren't great at first, but now I'm hitting them terrible, and I hit my old ones better than these ones. I said, that's because you were fit to a golf swing that you were making in there that the only way to hit those well is to continue to swing bad, and a bad swing only gets worse over time. And now all of a sudden it doesn't work anymore because it's gotten so bad, and you actually got worse because of it. Yours is in a different scenario. So take one thing from my fitting that we did specifically that fits my swing. So this is where the player's involvement's really huge. You wanted to keep the workability of um, one of the iron heads, and you wanted a little more, but we wanted more forgiveness out of a different iron head. But you didn't want to let that go of your short iron, so we compromised by doing a split set. It's become more common on the tour as of about five or six years ago. I'm actually splitting the set where you're, Basically, seven I iron I down. It, I think I have it all the way up to my five iron. 
Yeah, or we let you go all yeah. the way up to your five, and then we have a four and a three iron as well. Not everybody can hit fours and three irons, but you like long irons, and it works for your golf swing. But <clears throat> So we didn't do the split set till four and three irons. So you have a slightly more forgiving head, but as a f- part of that more forgiving head, um, what I also want is I want you to be able to still flight the ball the same way. So we also changed the loft on there, and I changed the length. So we had the clubs a certain length, a little longer, and then as we got into those really long ones, I actually shortened the length, right? So if I shorten that length by a quarter of an inch each time we went up. So I don't remember what the exact total length was. Gareth has it written down, but I think it was three quarters of an inch longer. Then when we went to um, the four iron, I only made it a, a half an inch longer, and then we went to the three iron, I only made it a quarter of an inch longer. Reason being, the longer those levers get, the harder they get to control, and so I was like, yeah, that works great, but I know that we need to kind of keep some control on that top end, so pulling those down. So we got you fit correctly, but then I tweaked it from the fitting side or from the teaching side, knowing where that swing is going to head to give you just an added bit of control, but we're going to lose some distance when we do that, so we strengthened the loft one degree on each at the same time. So that Sorry, that sounded really complex for a <laughs> second. <clears throat> but it, it makes sense at the same That's time. Why a fitter somewhere else won't be able to do that, and exactly. they won't be. A, you don't have enough knowledge to go there, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have enough context, and certainly doesn't have enough teaching experience to be able to take you there. Which makes me wonder too. Out of all these people who go and get fit at like a club champion or a, or a golf galaxy or all that kind of stuff, like take most of the variables out. Why do we even allow these people? To touch our golf sets at the end of the day, why won't? Because I guess not everybody has a teacher or somebody who knows their golf swing. But you know, that's that seems like it could make a huge difference, and is one of the reasons why I'm insanely excited to get these clubs to see yeah. what they'll do for me. Because yeah. these are literally fit to almost tour standards for for my golf swing. You got a you got a tour fit, and we're going to be able to deliver that. And right now, as I have it set, so while you can. That kind of fitting won't cost you a dime for the foreseeable future. Uh, The way we have it planned for the rest of the year is that will go up. So it will cost you to come out for me to be there with you in that fitting. Um, That will be a huge component to what's coming forward. So we will go up on those prices just because my time and access, I mean, it costs money for me to do that. And my expertise is there Um, combined with a, a high quality fitter and, We'll eventually add a full-time fitter to our staff uh, to get you in what you need. And not only that, we'll be in each other's ear dialoguing back and forth to make you an even better player. Because I'll be, he'll see things from a fitting standpoint of view that I can't see from a, or I'm not as good at seeing from a, te- from a teaching point of view um, and vice, ver- vice versa. He'll just see it from a fitting point of view, and I'll say, hey, but hey, his swing is likely to head here, here, and here. If we do that, can we make your, well, we were between these two shafts, hit this one better right now. It's like, yeah, but that's going to lead us down a negative road. I need to keep him in this one over here. Mm. So, you know, those are the subtle little things that when you get fit with your teacher, and that's why I bring somebody else in to do the fitting, because I'm not as qualified I'm going to bring in somebody who's better at fitting than me. Am I a good fitter? Yes. Am I a great fitter? No. Am I continuing to expand my fitting knowledge? Yes. But I'm going to bring in somebody who's way the heck better at that than I am, but we're going to mesh together beautifully. And what is, and just for people out there who are just like, man, I hit 
I hit a stock set just as well as I hit a fitted set. What would you have to say to, to those people? Come get a golf lesson or get a better fit. That's fair. And, <laughs> and just what can, I guess what I'm trying to get at that is what changes can somebody who at least has a, you know, a, a, a level awareness of their golf swing, what, what does that custom fit really do for somebody that, you know, might not want to spend the money to get completely custom fit? Well, <clears throat> I think it's back to what your goals are. It's like, do you want to be better? And people just immediately go, well, I don't have the money to fit for an entire set. Well, you need to at least be fit for proper wedges. You can afford to spend roughly $300 on wedges um, fit correctly for you. That affects your spin profile. Um, wedges impact multiple parts of the game. They impact your putting. Like, how much is it going to spin? Can I feel this, right? Touch and feel is important. So having two good wedges in your hand are going to be really important to you being able to control exactly how far that ball goes, how much it spins. So you can at least afford to do that. Um, does the driver in your hand help your swing get better? Maybe you're somebody who is a really quick tempo person and you can hit it straight, but you seem to have these like rounds where they just wild off to the left or to the right. Well, getting fit to a slightly different shaft may actually improve that. We got to do that with Blair, and we played together in the Bear. Um, Blair had the same experience. Like, whoa, I'm making the same golf swing, it feels like, and this one's going terrible. It's because it's not fit correct. Um, but you can at least get fit in part. People think of it as I got to get fit in whole and I got to spend 2500 to three grand, and that's about, that's about it for a whole set. But while that's true, it's not the total picture. Like, you got to get fit for at least parts of your game um, because it does affect your feel and it affects where your swing goes. You know, I gave those two examples earlier of people's swings getting worse. How do you not know that part of the reason why you're not making the improvements that you've been working on, how come you can't get them to stick? This is the other thing that I'll say about the fitting, too. This is my... This is my second fitting ever, but my obviously my first where I'm outside. And this was super crucial because I was between the, the ZX-5 and the ZX-7 mm-hmm. iron heads. And I ended up going with the combo set because I loved the, the workability of the ZX-7s when I'm inside of, you know, 200 yards. Yep. And I loved the forgiveness of the ZX-5 when you get up into the, you know, three, four iron, right? Yep. And so, but I wouldn't have known how, I wouldn't have known how beneficial that was for me if I wasn't outside getting fit in the open air because I wouldn't have been able to see my ball flights and being able to make minute changes to my swing and how that would differs between the club heads. I can if t- I was just on yeah. a sim... If I was just on a sim, I would have been like, yeah, let's go with the, the more forgiving ones because I can work it. I can draw it and fade it. But right. it was the minute changes right. that you don't understand when you're just on a simulator. Well, and you wouldn't have noticed any difference in terms of ball performance. No. Nothing, nothing significant enough for you to actually be able to relate to on and a, have context. On in, a simulator, like, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're on that simulator, you're going, hmm. Wow, this is interesting. Like to me, the best fitting that I've ever seen done, the best styles of fitting that have a studio. Uh, I got to see this at Greystone Country Club and be a part of a lot of these. Uh, Tim Briand, um, he's now with Foresight Sports uh, Launch Monitors, big up in that company. But he did fittings for TaylorMade in the TaylorMade Performance Labs. We put a 3D suit on you, measure every single movement part, measures everything about the club. 
and it would output a recommendation based on your swing profile. Like the computer, it's a $350,000 piece of equipment would output what you should have, ideally. So he then takes that recommendation down to the lesson tee. So we had an indoor area strictly into a screen. Then Tim would take that, take you, take that fitting recommendation down, hit balls on the range with it. But Tim would also bring down several other things based on his own experience, watching you swing, how you swing. Tim also taught a lot. So he was best of both worlds, right? So he'd bring all that down there. And there's a lot of times he would go against the fit because of how the club interacts with the turf. It's like, well, you need a club that we got to get the bottom of your club more flush against the ground. Well, you hit it straighter on the screen. Well, when you do that on turf, that changes how the heel and the toe dig into the grass, which changes the shape of the ball in the air. So you may make the club flatter inside, and it makes you hit it straighter inside because you're on a mat. But the way that club interacts with the turf may actually make you hit it further right out there on the golf course. You which, can't do that. You can't no. do that inside. Which and it's a good starting point. Like the way yeah, we did yeah. it was inside kind of a, what would you call it, a controlled environment, right? Like standardized environment off a of flat ground, single spot, same target. The room's square, so it's easier to aim straight. Then he took you down the tee. I, I need to. We need to bring Tim on the podcast at some point. Yeah, let's do He's it. He's awesome. He's a lot like Taylor. You'll love him. Um, for those that have listened and heard Taylor, but he'll explain that in better detail of why hitting off of grass and seeing the ball flight is so important as a part of the fitting process. Which means if you're inside, and I don't understand how. I mean, like I get it. It's a good like first gauge. But part of me wonders, yeah. man, when I got fit for my irons last time, were they really the best ones for me if I was hitting on turf? You know, like, I don't understand why we mm-hmm. don't just spend, or some company has come up with the idea of just spending an extra, adding an extra $30 fee onto the fitting for the guy to come out with a track band to your local golf course or your local driving range and, like, help you fit. Like, that seems like... That would be a better barometer, period. I get it. you, you got to fit people in mass, but like for the people it's who also, really want it, it needs to be offered. It's also when you go in and spend $350 for a two-and-a-half-hour fitting, which, by the way, you don't need a two-and-a-half-hour fitting. Okay? You're not a tour player. I, I got you mine done in, two, what was it, 20 minutes, 30 minutes? We were, it was closer to 45. Total, because we did... Warm-up and everything yeah, included. You, yeah, you probably 45. Watch, you're about 45 minutes, yeah. but like two-and-a-half-hour fitting, A, people are going to make worse swings by the time they're done. <laughs> uh, B... Like, it's a committing thing. Like, once you're in with a lot of dollars, you feel obligated to then finish the expense. It's like I give the example of Rebecca and I said we'd never spend more than a thousand dollars to if our dog needed some sort of veterinary thing. Like, we'd put the dog down before spending. Like, we didn't have the money to spend more than that, so we're like we're not going to spend more than a thousand. And um, <clears throat> we we're in there like it's only going to be six hundred and fifty dollars, whatever for this. So we're like. We'll do the 650, and then turns out needed to have a different surgery, and that was going to be another 650. It's like, well, we're already in 650. Yeah. It's yeah. just oh, like I'm already in $350 for this fitting, and I'm inside. Uh, I, uh, there's ways they lure you in, yeah. just like car yeah. companies do. Yeah. Of They know if you take the car home. They'll let you take cars home all the time. Tesla does it, and it's one of the reasons why they sell cars so fast. And, like, it's a normal part of their practice. Like, oh, you want to take it home overnight? It's fine. Go ahead. And bring it back. 
No big deal. People buy the car far more often when they take it out and do that. Um, and there's a certain amount of that that's fine, but like when you're in there for that amount of time and that amount of money, and will eventually be fairly expensive, but I, I just don't believe anybody needs a two-and-a-half-hour fitting unless you're a tour player, in which case, like that's to say, this is a tour fitting. Like You're not going down. You know what a tour fitting is? We're going to start with your wedges. We're going to go down there. We're going to fit you for the wedges that you want. Then we're going to fit you for the ball that you want on real grass outside with your instructor. Like, that's a tour fitting. So don't tell me that's a tour fitting. Most people don't need a tour fitting. It's just it's just not the case. Don't buy the tour fitting. It's not a tour fitting. Like, come on. Which is another reason why we're blessed to have Srixon come out here and do these private fittings because – I mean, I don't know if it's a standard practice across the industry. No, but it is not normal to have a rep come out and do your fittings. You for know, you. this is this is something that I'm honestly kind of a guinea pig for it, this first mm-hmm. try, and, and mm-hmm. to see how we how we do later on down the line when we have our own facilities and we can work out of the facility and have the club fitter on staff, and it's just going to be, you know, something that's going to be very unique to Franklin Bridge. Is just another reason why you guys need to come yeah. out here and join the River Club because, you know, that could be an extra an extra benefit to your game that just, just could be completely invaluable and you can take anywhere in the world that you go play. We will have we will have the complete package, and we have it. We just don't have all of the bells and whistles. We don't have everybody here yet. Uh, but we have the component parts in place, and we're moving that direction. So please come out and get fit. Just shoot me a text. Give me a call. Shoot me a message on Instagram. We'll get it done. If you have questions about what that experience was like, hit Jack up. Um, at the underscore Jaybeard. Yeah, you know, you knew it. Underscore. Under, again. Yeah. <laughs> Once you like, you don't have to mention know, the last know, underscore because by the time you put it all in, it gets me anyway. I know. I know. <laughs> but no, really, that that was such a cool experience, and um, we'll we'll definitely have another podcast topic on this. It'll be a part two when I finally get the clubs in here mm-hmm. in mid March, uh, or hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens, but. Yep. Uh, um, you know, we'll definitely have a part two to this to kind of see what my experience is. And granted, I'm going to have to break them in, you know, mm-hmm. and, and learn the clubs a little bit. But, you know, going to be firing at flags this season. Yeah, honestly, like people think there's a break in period, but it's not a break in period from the fact that, like, are you going to hit them better right out of the gate after a couple of swings? Yes, totally. it'll be. Yeah. It'll, it'll be, be taking. It'll be an adjustment to the improvements. Correct. Yeah. It'll be an adjustment to taking that to the golf course, not anticipating the same misses you had Correct. before. Correct. Yeah. The exactly. miss is going to be better, but you're you won't really understand it for a few rounds. Yeah. Exactly. And so exactly. that's the adjustment is actually from a strategic standpoint. Correct. Not yeah. from an actual playing standpoint. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case from a playing standpoint, then either you don't have control of your golf swing, <laughs> or you weren't fit correctly. So, anyway, I think that's a good place to stop. I think it is too. I mean, uh, okay, uh, throw an ad somewhere in the middle of this for Strixon. No, we'll we'll definitely <laughs> have to. And uh, yeah, Strixon, we appreciate you sponsoring the Champions Playbook. Looking forward to many years of collaborations together. And uh, I mean, just from everybody, and especially that you have experience with, you know, a few other brands mm-hmm. in your golf career. I mean, Strixon feels like they've got the best mixture of the best product and the best customer service to be able to fit you correctly, come out and, and do the things that some of like the uber big guys just won't do for the average player. And I'll say this. I've been watching Strixon, Cleveland, Zexio, that company as a whole for several years before I ever jumped on staff with them. Um, 
and they've risen to the top. I'm always a fan of the companies that are moving up and they're now at level par with everybody else. Exactly, yeah. Because they're the ones that have the drive to push. The ones that have got that are on the top tend to just kind of hang there and not on purpose. It's just the nature of being at the top sometimes. Like you just you know you're at the top and you're trying to get better, but there's not the same drive to continue to make subtle improvements here and there. So, so if you want to play the clubs <laughs> that reigning Masters champion Hideki Matsuyama plays, uh, Shane Lowry, Brooks Kepka, there's a bunch of guys on tour right now using Strixon. If you want to come out and, and try them out, let Scott know and we'll we'll get you hooked up. So, uh, from inside the Persimmon Pub here uh, at Franklin Bridge. Season three kickoff. Season three. And I think we're uh, uh, just a really quick in before we, before we end. We're going to be doing two episodes a week or three episodes. We're, we're still figuring it I out. I think we're still figuring out exactly how many we're going to do. Uh, but we're only going to do the podcasting in the pub twice a month. That's right. Yep. Um, oh, that's right. We're going to film three here. So yep. if you want to be here live, uh, make sure that you show up either uh what do you say the first and the third week we'll figure it yeah, out Yeah, we don't have it exactly set because of all the crazy weather we've had here and you starting your new job but yep. we'll settle it out because i've got programming and stuff for juniors and yep yep um i'm gonna hopefully add a segment in for parents and kids um maybe not every week but at least once a month we'll do a segment just on that so we parents need all the help we can get and you'll get some personal experiences from my own failings Love it, love it. Well, uh, bear with us. Bear with us as we uh, start this season three, but it's going to be a great year for golf and uh, can't wait to get to it. So start of season three, season three, episode one here inside the Persimmon Pub at Franklin Bridge. And we'll see you on the next one. Peace.